PDPW On Demand. Here's Bill Baker. Welcome to this week's PDPW podcast. We don't like long lectures, but we do love a proverb, words of wisdom that come down from our elders in a way that we all understand. A proverb is a marker for how we navigate life. And this week's podcast, servant leadership trainer Tom Thibodeau shares why it's important to keep these proverbs in our hearts and minds, just as they were written 4,000 years ago. Proverbs. A proverb is a simple and insightful traditional way that expresses a perceived truth based on common sense or experience. We all grew up with proverbs. We grew up in an oral tradition in which proverbs are as foundational as storytelling and songs, common sense and time-tested wisdom. Proverbs are markers along the way when our lives seem complicated and complex. Ben Franklin reminded us centuries ago that common sense isn't always that common, so it needs to be recovered and shared. Proverbs are so common that we may use them without realizing it. We show up early for a meeting and we say immediately, oh, the early bird gets the worm. You begin a project and sense it's and you sense impatience in the room and in the back of your mind you hear a grandma saying, well, Rome wasn't built in a day. An unexpected opportunity presents itself and demands a timely response. And so we say to one another, got to strike while the iron's hot. Proverbs communicate an understood and accepted message in a few well-known words and are spoken from memory. Proverbs are heartfelt because we know them by heart. The earliest recorded Proverbs date back to the ancient Sumerians in 2000 BCE. Researchers were amazed at how accessible the wisdom of the ancients were, as they translated over 70 tablets of a thousand Proverbs. They were as contemporary today as they were uh, 4,000 years ago. Wisdom is the virtue of knowing what is good. This is why our elders use Proverbs to instruct us because they knew what was good for us. When you do something, do it right the first time, my father would say. Get your work done before you go out to play. It was a way of telling us that discipline was going to be important for us for the rest of our life. Do what needs to be done, and then allow yourself leisure. When we see the good character of a young person, we often remark, oh, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree reminding a parent that a good tree bears good fruit and that their being a good parent has produced a child of character and goodness. When we say a picture is worth a thousand words, we understand that images transcend our language. We were created for beauty and landscapes and sunsets. We were created to marvel at perfect rows of corn and first cut hay and moonlit nights on a lake. Proverbs remind us of what we tend to forget. They stop us in our tracks, so we take time to reflect as to what we've always known. Where there is a will, there's a way, reminds us of untapped internal strength, which was summoned in times of struggle and adversity. We watch as fellow citizens confront drought and forest fires and floods and tornadoes 
and ask ourselves, where does the resilience come from? How is it that they have the courage to rebuild and to start over again? And then we're reminded, where there's a will, there's a way. Working with a group of leaders, I mentioned that in healthy relationships, we need five comments of appreciation to every one of criticism. When it comes down to relationships, if the one-to-one relationship of criticism to appreciation, the relationship dies. A man sitting in the audience said it even better with a proverb. In construction, he said, we say, one aw shit wipes out five attaboys, directly reminding all of us of the destructive and enduring power of critical comments. How one critical comment can destroy a relationship, take down a culture, create animosity. An apple a day keeps the doctor away. Easily understood if, that if you eat healthy, you'll eat, be healthy. However, in Paul Harvey language, here's the rest of the story. In colonial America, the Massachusetts Women's Temperance League was on a campaign to have all the apple trees cut down. They were deeply concerned because the men had learned how to grow apples in abundance and then make hard apple cider, which they sipped on all winter long to while away the long hours of winter and boredom. The men were becoming nervous because the Women's Temperance League was gaining strength. So they had to come up with a way in which to rebut and respond to the women's demands. And so they came up with a campaign. An apple a day keeps the doctor away, linking their apples to good health. Who could deny good health? In this way, they were able to save the apple trees and their hard cider. Proverbs that we remember and keep with us for a lifetime. My own father would would say to us when we said something foolish, hang crepe on your nose, your brains are dead. And we look at him kind of quizzically, having no idea what that meant. But then he reminded us that in the early 20th century, living in a small rural community in Coleman, Wisconsin, when someone died, there was a black piece of crepe hung on the door. So you knew that everyone in that house was mourning. There had been death had visited that family. And so in a very kind of a fun way, took that that image of something having died. So when you said something stupid, (laughs) and crepe on your nose, your brains are dead. I'm not so sure that I fully understand it today, and yet I enjoy it thoroughly. All of us have proverbs in our lives that we have have nurtured for a lifetime. Um, Better safe than story. Better be prepared and to be cautious than to have regrets later on. Every cloud has a silver lining. No matter what difficult situation you're in, there's always a positive side to be seen. Necessity is the mother of an invention. When you really need something, you need to find a way to make it happen. And so you become creative and innovative in things that in ways you did not think 
possible. The morality that two wrongs don't make a right. One's wrongful content is not a justification for acting in the same way. If your friend's going to jump off the bridge, are you going to jump off as well? Our mothers would say, telling us not to follow a bad example because it will lead to bad consequences. These are the ways in which children were taught. We do not like sermons. We do not like long lectures. We love a good story. But most importantly, we hold on to the Proverbs of elders. Proverbs contain wisdom. And wisdom is the virtue of knowing what is good. And our elders use those Proverbs, and we do too, for our own children and for the next generation, taking from what we've experienced to know what is good and wanting to hand it on to the next generation in a way in which they will understand. I know technology is very popular today, and I know that social media is prevalent. However, how many people remember a text message? When's the last time you referred to an email or to someone else's post? But how about the proverb of someone who loved you? How about the words of wisdom spoken into your life at a time when you needed the most? How important, how good and sincere proverbs can be in instructing our lives. Finally, when I was uh, growing up and particularly in my later or early 20s before I was married, we'd, we'd say, well, stayed out last night till the cows came home. Stayed out last night till the cows came home. Use that phrase often, uh, indicating that a good time had been had by all and it was difficult to end that time coming home. Oftentimes it was a memorably good time spent with good friends, stayed out till the cows came home. But I didn't understand what that saying really meant until last week. About five weeks ago, a very good friend of mine, in fact, my first dear friend when I came to La Crosse, this man befriended me. I didn't have much money, and so I was given a place to stay at the, where I worked, and this man worked at this place as we were caring for adolescents. And... Um, He'd bring me home with him at night to his farm. He lived about 40 miles away from, from the city in which we were working. And he'd bring me home, and I'd sleep on his couch, and then get me up at 5 o'clock in the morning, I'd be up in his silo throwing down silage, feeding cows. And he, although that seems to be rather demanding, it was a, a real joy for me to get out from where I was living, to experience something new, but most importantly, to be with my friend, who cared about me, who wanted to show me skills and develop character that I did not yet have. And I always appreciate the time I spent with them. I can remember sitting on the back of a, of a as he was pulling a, a, a trowel through the, to, through the grow, ground, breaking up hard ground, and uh, I was sitting on it as weight uh, so that we could then plant uh, tobacco. And I can remember sitting on the back of that same plow and I'd be putting in uh, plants and a little bit of water as we'd go through the fields. Um, it, was, it was dusty and it was dirty and he looked back at me and he would just laugh. And I remember those days very fondly. Didn't think I was funny then, but now I appreciate the time I spent with my very good friend. 
he went on to teach and to coach for for many years and then retired full-time as a farmer raising beef on on soil and that was a really inspiring because he had uh, kidney failure he was on dialysis and so he'd be out making hay in 95 degree weather last summer i visited him while he was doing this and then he'd go in at four o'clock in the afternoon and his wife would hook him up for dialysis thinking about it in that way of how he was working and making hay in 95 degree weather so that his cows would have enough to, to eat during the winter time i was asking myself why is it that beef farmers are not paid $10 a pound for ground beef? Good, hard, noble work. Five weeks ago, my friend had to have an amputation because of diabetes. And the amputation led to an infection, and the infection was deteriorating his health further. He was able, with the help of friends, volunteer firefighters, to get home. They brought him home last Friday night. And on Saturday morning, his family got him up and put him in his wheelchair, wheeled him out so he could go out and say goodbye to his cows, to look over his land, the land that he's cared for for 40 years, 200 acres that have been cared for, a steward of the land and of the cows and of the animals and his family. After he was getting rather tired, they brought him back into the house, asked him if he wanted something to eat. He said he felt nauseous. And so they laid him down, and he died. A good man, leaving behind a legacy of love and commitment to his family, his community, to our country, providing the food and nutrients that all of us depend upon. His wife is heartbroken. That night, at midnight, she's awoken. The cows and their calves had gotten out of a far pasture and came up to the house. And the cows all stood there in the silence of the night until she came out to greet them. The cows came home to pay their respects. Think about how Proverbs shape our lives. Think about how Proverbs give us a little a bit of guidance when things seem so complicated and complex. We've all stayed out until the cows come home, and now we know the rest of the story. This next week, friends, I would suggest you might take some time in silence. You might take some time to kind of sit on a bench, look out over the neighborhood in which you live or the country land in which you that you that you work and reflect on those marvelous proverbs that you've been taught by elders who wanted you to know the secrets to a good life good work hard work noble work your work and as my friend taught me in this season of grief one last proverb sometimes there are no words. Our thanks to Tom Thibodeau for today's message. Tom, a distinguished professor of servant leadership at Viterbo University. And for archived podcasts and more on-demand programs, and for more on the professional development for today's dairy producer, 
head to PDPW's free website at pdpw.org. Until next time, have a safe and productive week.